This is not a Who cast. I'm Brendan Smith, and today I am with. I am Daniel, and I am a Doctor Who fan. I am Bo, and I am also a Doctor Who fan. Thanks for joining us. Today we are going to be doing a rather hot take worthy topic. <laughs> I didn't realize that this would be as uh, divisive as it seems to be. Oh, we're doing the Tenth Doctor, and if you mention Doctor Who, it's like, oh, the one with the hair. <laughs> they all have hair, though. Well. well. Except for Peter Davidson, that special. <laughs> <laughs> I bloody love that. Dan showed that. To, I, I'd seen it before, but I hadn't seen it in years. And Dan showed it to me the other day. And it is so funny seeing him like freaking out. It's, it's like watching like young men with their dads. And they're like, I'm going to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> but like reverse. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so we're talking about the 10th Doctor. Everyone's favourite Doctor. Your favourite Doctor, right, Brendan? Oh, don't affiliate me with that fandom. <laughs> I, I like the 10th Doctor, but he's not my favourite. He's no one... I, I, he's like... He's like bread. He's normal he's, people's favourite. He's, he's there for those who wish to be part of that part of the fandom. Mm. And then when you want to grow up a bit and experience more things, then you can try other things. I feel like a lot of young female fans seem to like David Tennant. He's given all the uh, romantic subplots. Well, I, I, they used to be young female fans. They're not as young as they were. <laughs> 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 They've kind of aged with the show. Um, so I feel like he's got a fan base uh, across the board. I, I know, like, I see. I think that's the, probably the most commonly cosplayed Doctor. Oh, he's got a cool costume. Uh, he his uh, his costume is very geek chic, and it's uh, <laughs> it is that a do you make that up or is that a real no? Time? That's a real real thing. thing. What? Yeah, geek chic is like we're being fashionable, but like geeky. We're gamer girls. I was gonna say that has literally been me my whole life. Yeah, but you but you don't do it on purpose. It's just how you oh, dress, right? Oh, so I'm like a walking cliche. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I prefer trendsetter. Yeah, yeah, that's I would say that. I like flannel. Yeah, like a, like a bit of tweed sometimes. What's wrong with that? So, um, elbow protectors. The Tenth Doctor's outfit itself is, um, is like this is how a ex- slightly eccentric person would dress, which is the kind of costume I like for the Doctor. Don't go too far. And into he's it. wearing sand shoes. Let's talk about it. Okay, forever. Can we bring bring up the jacket, like the suit itself? Mm. Um, that was actually made out of trousers. Yeah. Well, they just put a bunch of pinstripe pants together and went, yeah, yes. That's um, And that's why it's always rumpled because it's meant to be trousers. That's meant to be hanging <laughs> off your body, not holding, like going over your shoulders yeah, and wow. all that. Um, One thing I did like with David Tennant's costuming was that he obviously had the brown suit and the blue suit. And depending on whether he went forward or backward in time, he would wear a different colour or was that just his ties? I did not notice that. I didn't notice that. I'm pretty sure if he goes forward in time, it's blue. And if he's backwards in time, it's purple. uh, It's uh, brown. I don't think that the BBC, that um, would Russell T Davis, is Russell T Davis the kind of nerd that would have that kind of detail? Absolutely, yes. 100%. I, I can see the costume design. Because Matt of Smith show. was the same. Matt Smith was the maroon bow tie when he went either way. And then when he was the other, the opposite way, it was blue. Okay. I'll, that okay. was definitely a theme. I'm, I'll I'm keep sure an eye I read that for next week for that. Mm. But usually he wears the um, brown suit with the brown jacket. 
well, the jacket itself was actually design uh, was actually uh, David Tennant's own thing. He actually asked for that himself. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. he, he so, do the doctors get creative license in their costume? It depends on the doctor. So, it like and also depends on how much. So it's like I want this one thing. Uh, like, um, like the sixth sixth doctor, he did not design his outfit at all, and you he can tell famously hated it. Um, and then he's like, the ninth doctor got to wear it. I wonder where the night yeah, doctor's and then outfit. Eccleston comes along and he's like, I want leather. And they were <laughs> like, okay, sure. Sorry, that was a terrible northern accent for anyone listening in the north of England. Oh, that was northern. Oh. That w- that, uh, I did not get that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, can we talk about the boom in the fandom in between seasons? Okay, yes. The, there, was a m- do, yeah. there was a massive boom in the fandom uh, directly after season one. And it was well known that, well, I think like at episode three, it was leaked to the media that Tennant was in and Eccleston was out. Okay. So right. Okay. And was that like an accidental leak or BBC? That like, was hey, ac- we need to save the, some stuff. That was an accidental leak. Okay. So the, the right. BBC has so many leaks that I wonder if they just don't care or if it's on purpose. Hmm. I can't tell at this point. Because um, every I every major it, twist seems to be leaked, and I can't see David Tennant. Watch though it. he wasn't like a big deal at that point. He'd done a lot of theatre, but he wasn't mm. like a he wasn't a household name by any means. Was he on any other TV shows? Um, he did get nominated for another show that he was on. Uh, where I think it was about uh, mental illness, and it was called Taking Over the House or something like okay. that, okay. about um, a mental institute in uh, Scotland. So nothing, uh, nothing big though. Um, yeah, like that was pretty. That was probably his biggest thing. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, yeah, nowhere near. Uh, I think oh, was Eccleston. I, I don't know. I Eccleston is one of those old school actors. That's like uh, he's he's like um, Robert Pattinson, who's like I'll do these things that interest me, whether they're big or not. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll be in a Marvel movie once, but I, I don't care enough to be I in all of them. Wonder how people like that support themselves. They do one the big thing and yeah, then yeah. write off that. They have actors. They, um, they have actors' salaries, and then but they don't have actors' spending habits. Yeah, right. Cool, cool, mm. cool. Like if I was um, in one Marvel movie, I could live off that for like ten years. Yeah, but then you got to think about like the costs that come with that level of what you're doing because not only do you have to pay the tax man, but you also have to pay uh, your agent, your manager, and then you've got to pay uh, the, um, uh, especially if it's an American film, you've got to pay like the actor's um, guild. uh, Yeah. And then there's also like um, all your contracts and stuff like that. You have to pay a solicitor as well. So by the time these people, they sure they might be like, Oh yeah, we'll give you $5 million for your first time, big role in this film. But then you're like, oh, cool. How much do they take? <laughs> mm. But in saying that, you'd probably still wind up with a couple of mil. Yeah. You could buy a house in Long Jetty for that. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Long Jetty is <laughs> uh, a renowned for its non-niceness. Yet very expensive. Um, it's expensive shit. Um, <laughs> should we talk about David Tennant before he... Uh, we'll, I'll just bring up a few points about David Tennant before... Uh, Please Who. do, yeah. Uh, so David Tennant, he he was a lifelong fan of Doctor Who. Isn't famously. that why he became an actor? Because he wanted to play the Doctor? Uh, uh, I think so as I'm well. I'm pretty sure he's quoted as saying that. He was like, um, I love this so much, I want to be the Doctor. I always thought that, that was bullshit marketing. 
Um, like no, like to the point where he did two Big Finish uh, audios as minor characters. Oh, really? He um, was in Big Finish before that. Before I feel like reboot. I could ring a, a win a trivia night with that knowledge. Um, <laughs> he also was in the cartoon as well, uh, and also David Tennant's a liar. Uh, David Tennant's not his real name. What it, scandal? <laughs> it's David John McDonald. Oh, Tennant's mm. better. Um, Old McDonald had a. Oh, you're kind of an actor. Uh, why did he change his name? <laughs> you Thanks, know Dan. I know. I know, but <laughs> he, I wanted him he to He just say. wanted to say that. He just wanted to say <laughs> you're kind of an actor. That's cool. Um, I will just cry myself to sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> it's because if somebody else in like the Actors Guild has the same name as you, you cannot use that name. You have to use something different. So a lot of actors have um, different surnames to what their actual name is or they'll, they'll come up with like a stage name or whatever. Um, okay, that's fair enough. Um, liars, all of them. Actors <laughs> liars, famously. Mm. Uh, and well, Dave, they do that for a living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Tennant also is the first ever doctor to not use his natural accent in the oh. show. Um, Shock again. Oh my goodness. He's uh, just lying all the time, isn't he? Bloody liar, that's not actor, his name, mainly. That's not his voice. It's like almost as if they hired him to pretend he was somebody else. Uh, but his first ever episode, his Christmas special, um, that had a massive viewership of 10 million people, well, around 10 million oh, people you, watching. You, you go in, you watch his first episode, and he sleeps. And he sleeps. And he sleeps. I like that. No. Not for your first episode. This is like this. If he was, it's a slow it, burn. No, I, I hate slow burns for your for your first. And then episode. he does all the magic shit at the end. Yeah, He's like he just knows. And he kicks that guy off the down the, the hole. Yeah, and he then his hand just yeah, comes out of he, nowhere again. He couldn't figure. He could, he didn't have time to figure it out. So they had to make it so that he already knew all this shit, right? Instead of investigating it like a proper doctor would. And it um, also this was the first Christmas episode aired on Christmas Day. Since 1965, wow. when the first Doctor did it. Yeah, and he t and the first Doctor okay, turned to camera and, and wished everyone a Merry Christmas, and it was adorable. Okay, so just bear with me for a moment. Okay. I know you don't like this episode because it's a slow burn, no, and I, you don't see the Doctor until the end. Okay. I want the Doctor now. Um, yeah. I want the 11th Doctor actually fixed it. I want the whole world. Um, <laughs> no, so imagine you're yes. 10 years old. Okay. It's Christmas uh, Day. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing on telly. Of course not. It's the BBC. There is there's three the Queen's things speech on and the uh, news. Yeah, <laughs> right. So pretty well nothing. The uh, Queen's speech. Yeah. How every, that every, is treason. Every kid is just like, oh, mummy, I cannot wait to hear the Queen's address today. That is how all of them. She's them's like, yes, I, Chesterfield I, Rutherford the third. <laughs> <laughs> it is a family tradition in my house to watch the Queen's speech. Oh, is it really? Unironically. <laughs> And oracle, my uh, my aunt uh, said, "Did you watch the Queen's speech?" And I had to say, "Yes, I didn't." <laughs> and she was like, "You're out of the will." <laughs> um, yeah. So, but imagine you're you're a ten year old kid, and that's your your episode of Doctor Who. You've never had Doctor Who before, and then suddenly this cool guy in his dressing gown just kicks ass and takes names. Oh yeah, the last ten minutes, super fun. Yeah, but like it, First, it, it felt what, like 50? an epic event. There's alien invasion, Harriet Jones. Oh yeah, that important character. Um, the character that's never shown up again. No, uh, she showed up once. Oh. Um, I, I 
proved wrong. I Damn. thought he he was really unfair to Harriet Jones. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Especially since it is objectively true that she would have been a great prime minister, but because she's like, I killed them because you weren't here because you're dumbass. Mm. And then um, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to ruin essentially Earth uh, because I don't like you. And then you kill that guy. And then I'll proceed to kill so many people for, for <laughs> less things than, than you did. This guy is going to look at me someday and I'm going to kill him <laughs> because he looked at me. I killed someone with acid once, with uh, vinegar once, So before this happened. One of my favorite David Tennant lines is whenever he's like apologetic about something, he's like, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. It's always so, so. So I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. And I think because I watched them all back to back, I was like, oh, wow. He said it again. It's one of his lines. Is that his, is that like, is that the writing or is that him? Like, that's his catchphrase. (laughs) Um, Before we move on to season three, I just want to bring up that this has the one of the most iconic episodes to us, oh, I think. Um, uh, it, ha- <laughs> it has the Azorboloth episode. <laughs> Greatest villain ever. Oh my God. Do now, I love that blowjob joke? Now, Dan's favorite ever mm, monster this, of the week. Mm, this, so good. This creature was actually designed by a young child. You can tell. Um, <laughs> it was originally meant to be 50 feet tall. Oh, wow. Well, uh, um, that's the now practicality that a kid would think of. Uh, Fucking children shouldn't work on sets. Uh, well, it, they weren't ever on set. If so this is a if this is a, a twist that in. it was a cancer kid, yeah, you're gonna I'll look be this so is angry. Paint, this is gonna paint you real bad. <laughs> like this was is this a make a wish thing or did he win a contest? Tell it, me now before I insult him. <laughs> uh, no, no, please, Dan, go on. <laughs> I, I want to keep it from you so you can't <laughs> rag on this more because how dare you insult a child who is now maybe adult. Oh no! I checked. He has a YouTube channel. He's fine. <laughs> you didn't check shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this is not a who cares where we uh, didn't check shit. The Zorbalov episode has Morning Myrtle. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, as um as a blowjob ghost, <laughs> so angry. <laughs> D- do you have any thoughts, Bo? Well, it just so happens that the- is this your favorite monster? I think it you might bring be. it off. Uh, you bring it up so much. Yeah. Well, I think the the thing that I love about it is that it's so terrible. <laughs> you can't even commit. <laughs> I think the, the best thing that I've seen about the Absorbaloff is that there was a meme floating around, and it said we all have that one episode per season of Doctor Who that we don't talk about. And Except for li- you. It's literally the Absorbaloff <laughs> coming around the corner with its tongue out, and it's like. Big grotesque body with its little G string on, and just the worst. <laughs> just running around <laughs> with those molds of the <laughs> actors' faces, <laughs> just bouncing, oh. and I'm expecting them it to fall like out. It was like they they went, okay, so uh, we're gonna make this monster. Uh, where's them? Sl- sl- uh, where's the Slovene costumes? Like, ah, oh, yeah, they're they're just in the back. Okay, I just want you to take the body of that thing, uh, <laughs> whack some different legs on it, give it a little mankini, and uh, put some faces on it. What about the head? Ah, just use whatever the guy's got. <laughs> I do have actual thoughts about this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, it's a it's a troll ruining Doctor Who. A troll breaks into a Doctor Who fan uh, club and is like, hey, what if I made it worse? Uh, now let's move on for Thank now. Thank you. For now. Uh, for now. We'll, we'll definitely come back to The episode to where 
one of the most fan-loved characters does return. Just before you, you touch on that, I, I want to uh, say they, they did kind of explain the Absorbloff and said it was like a the species was like a distant cousin of the Slovene. Oh, okay. oh well, that, that fixes it. That's why they look That fixes it. Best episode, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Sorry, as you were. A, a um, beloved character returns. The beloved character of... Uh, Sarah Jane Smith returns. Yay! Um, in I, the I episode where we actually have a character, a um, the same act, an actor from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I referenced in the oh, um, Anthony Stewart Head. Yes, um, he played Giles, and he uh, and he sh- uh, and he shows up and he plays a fabulous villain. Mm. Oh, he's so camp. He was so like, all good in that too, like that classic. Like uh, he might as well have been wearing a black hat and a cloak. Um, yeah. So uh, if you guys have you. Have either of you watched the Sarah Jane Adventures? I have not, sadly. No, it's no. so fun. It's so good. And it's essentially that episode. It's essentially that episode. Every time. Every time <laughs> all of them. It's great. It's really fun. You've got camp villains. It's childish. And the Savina there, if, if that's something you're into. Speaking of Anthony Stewart Head, uh, he was Uther in the show Merlin. and He was so good as Uther. Which was actually produced by the same team as Doctor Who uh, before they're yeah. off, uh, while they were off uh, doing Doctor Who, uh, while they're not like doing off Doctor, season Who. Doctor Who. Yeah. Off, off season. That's cool. Uh, which actually brings us to my next um, point in, on my little booklet. Oh, Dan, you would love Merlin. Now that I'm thinking about it. John Hurt's The Voice of the Dragon. Okay, I'm on board. Yeah, you'd love it. Um, I love John Hurt. Anything's it's in. Got cheesy, cheesy special effects. Cheesy oh. special effects. Um, gay baiting. Oh, queer ba- sorry, queer baiting. Great. Um, oh, is that with Merlin and Arthur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My my wife is all about those uh, fan fictions and stories. Uh, <laughs> moving on. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's sit in this. What's your what's her favorite? I so, don't know. So okay. um, in, after season two, being such, it was a big success. Um, lots of viewership. Lots mm. of uh, brought it back into the. Rose was um, in it. Rose was in it. Really good. <laughs> good companion. Um, Rose. Don't left, hate her. Uh, Rose left being a uh, being a normal on the show. Actually, and I wrote in my book, uh, "Ding dong, Rose is gone for now." Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's the problem I have with Rose. It's season you, three. Like last week, you said she was your favorite. Companion. Yeah, best companion. The the thing, the problem I have with Rose is uh, Martha. Actually, the way that the doctor treats Martha, and is like, "Hey, you're not Rose. I mean, you're objectively better, but you know, fuck you because you're not blonde." <laughs> I hate it. Um, and I'll move back onto my previous point, which was like the other shows that came out of season two, Doctor Who. Like there was a lot of like reinterest in the British media of going out and making these weird and wacky sci-fi mm. and yeah, yeah. fantasy fantasy. It created like a real edge edgy kind of genre. Uh, yeah, so there's sh- so Merlin, Primal, Life of Mars, uh, Being Human, and Misfits. Are some of those shows that had oh, yeah, that right. kind of darker, we- uh, weird and wacky edge uh, that uh, was ultimately inspired by shows like Buffy and. Mm. Uh, Stargate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and also there was, well, the spin-offs uh, that sh- this came out of this season. Can we talk about those yeah. real quick? So like Torchwood and... So Torchwood, uh, the Sarah Jane Adventures. My favourite. Um, and also the K-9 TV show. I haven't <laughs> seen it. Is it actually good? It's Australian. Oh, so no. And they're all playing British. Oh, no. 
I could like if they got the That's right actors, that could be really good. No, if they didn't. Then they, it was made in Australia. It's a get a K nine. <laughs> oh, I'm British. You so I'm know, you know, our our television companies are quite limited in their talents. <laughs> they are good at um, <laughs> circulating the same ten actors. Y- yes, <laughs> um, showing the cricket. Um, <laughs> they have that one soap opera. Yeah, no, they got the two now. They got the two soap operas. They, they got. Haven't they had the two for a good thirty years? Uh, yes, they have. Okay. Is it Days of Our Lives and Bold and Beautiful? No, they're American. Well, <laughs> fuck. We're the only ones I know. <laughs> Home and Away and uh, and Neighbours. Oh yeah, those two, which are only still running because they are popular in Britain. Oh great, thanks, Britain. They're, they're hugely popular in Britain. Oh, definitely. And the Americans love people that come from those shows. Yeah, well, we they're practically an institution. We, we won't get into uh, how you want to punch the, the Hemsworths. Oh, I like the Hemsworths. Which ones? All three, three, mm. all three of them. You forgot the sister, didn't you? Uh, there's a sister? There's a sister? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know three brothers. Do you think I actually care? <laughs> I haven't checked. All I know is that one of them is Thor. Um, so one of them is the second best Thor. <laughs> What's the first best Thor? That you? one from the TV movie with the Hulk. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, I was uh, going to say John thought. Michael Thor from that Canadian horror film, but hey. <laughs> At least one of those was true. Um, so season three. Um, season three, Rose is out. Martha is in. She's a doctor. Uh, so she's a trainee doctor. She's a trainee mm. doctor, and they could have had great chemistry and great dynamic with that. They didn't, but they could have. Do you know they uh, deliberately made David Tennant say the thing about the Jadoon on the moon? That's the that's a line. It was, it was like a full line about the, the something. That the, he had to say a bunch of Jadoon Spladoon on the moon yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but they deliberately did that to him because he because of his Scottish accent, he struggled to pronounce mm. it with the British accent. It kind of it sounds like the kind of bullshit they'd pull. But it was like just a mess with him, and um, it's kind of like um, Stephen Fry was whinging about something that J.K. Rowling had written in the Harry Potter audiobooks. You uh, sorry in the in the books. And then when he was reading them, he's like, oh, that's so difficult. So then she deliberately went and placed that particular word oh, like repeatedly. To, I knew that she was a bitch. To, to, uh, to mess with Stephen <laughs> Like if, if, if nothing else, like the transphobic stuff, now she's fucking with my favorite person. I think what good, I an think asshole. And Stephen Fry are good friends. Well, no one's perfect. Uh, uh, so anyway, um, I think this is, is this the season that has Blink or is that season uh, five? That's season three. Um, so Blink, Blink is by far the best episode mm-hmm. of Tennant's era. Yeah, I and think. he wasn't in it. I mean, he's in it, kind of. So Blink is the so. Ep- so why was he not in many of those episodes? Um, well, that that reason that I talked about before the show that comes up in the next season, love. Oh, um, don't don't question. That's not canon. Maybe he was auditioning for Blink when he was when he, he did was, Blink. Um, David Tennant's a famous. Uh, he famously loves doing. Uh, yeah, state so. theater acting, um, so he had to. He is known to uh, not. I be mean, able they're to do British actors. They they're all they're they're all doing theater. All well, no, the like most actors, I think, are like do both. Like, there's well, very I think few actors. There's a there's a good. Um, I mean, where I I feel like America has more like um, dedicated more musical theater, but I think uh, the UK are still very fond of uh, doing 
stage place, and I love I love a good stage play, especially mm. if the the stage play is like like the the, the craft is really well done. So, um, season three, you were talking about um, Blink being the best episode. Oh, by far, it's um, written by uh, Stephen Moffat. St- is it? Yeah. And uh, uh, it's his second episode. Carrie Mulligan, who yeah. has gone on to be quite a successful actress. Stephen Moffat wrote the best uh, episodes in season two and three and four. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't really have much to say on this season besides Blink is probably the best episode. Uh, I do. And I then d- they go and ruin it in well uh, during the next season. Oh, when yeah, they, every when the angel show single uh, Angel episode after Blink makes Blink. Wait, so you didn't like the, the Matt Smith's first season with the... No, I did. It's just when... It's less effective. It's, right. it's like a they show the move. Yeah, it, right. uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I always imagined that they weren't made of stone when mm. they weren't statues, but now they they move really slowly, and it's like, wait a minute, I'm not actually frozen. That's weird. Mm. Um, so uh, you're saying they took that kind of um, the mystique away from them, like they, they yeah. became more um, like more of a parody and less well, of a. They became a, a monster thing. instead of a concept. Right. Okay. Uh, next, uh, moving on to my next item, uh, Tenth has too many Jesus moments. Oh yeah, so many, so many. He got resurrected. Oh yeah. He got resurrected by prayer. He had vanity issues at the time. Shut up. He got resurrected by prayer. He used one of his regenerations to make a clone of himself. So that he could fall in love with Rose. You know Rose, that important character. Everything... Bad about Rose is secretly bad about the Tenth Doctor. <laughs> like if he was it's really just, not, it's not Rose's. It's fault. It's not Rose's fault. It is. It is the Tenth Doctor because in season three, oh, it's I like, like Mar- Rose. Yeah, she, she's fine. Like Martha is there. She's better. And then the do- the Doctor can say, "You can fuck off because you're not Rose." Um. So, in, uh, do you guys remember the Carly McNode? Christmas special with the Doctor. Oh, the Titanic. The yeah, yeah. So do you such a fake out. Do you, do you remember the uh, the part where the Doctor is lifted by the angel robots? Yep. In the Christ he got, pose. He got, he got saved they, by angels. Oh. No, he uses the angels. He is not saved by oh, them. Yeah, he leads the angels because he he's their leader now. Because he defeated the other guy. Not that woman. He did. <laughs> I love the. Um, um, also, you know how um, they how. You know, he killed them. So, you know, that's fun. Um, uh, and then shall we move on to the next season? Sure. Uh, but uh, De- uh, Derek Jacobi plays the master in this season and he is uh, the best. Oh, I hate him. Oh, really? You're I hate him. You're wrong. I'm sorry. The, the master is not... A kid that's off. Oh their no, no, the one. The no, one, no, no, no. That is not. Sorry, that's I'm, not the, the one old, I'm talking about. I can't. You can't use. Okay, fine. He's the old one. Okay, thank you. The old guy that turns into. Thank yeah. you. Okay, okay, Derek Jacobi is good. The other guy is just the tenth Doctor. Yeah, <laughs> I like that though. I like that there was that kind of without his medication. <laughs> that kind of like I'm the anti Doctor. Yeah, so Derek Jacobi is the one that Big Finish uses for the Master in the in the Time War, and mm. he is just. Just evil, and I love it. Mm. Um, but like, he was the mo- Derek Jacobi played um, a, the human, whatever that he was pretending to be, and he was the master for four minutes, and he was better than that other guy. One thing um, that I didn't like about that episode 
was the assistant that could only say its its lines without like I have to, to say. To be fair, like, she was murdered for that. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I was like, oh my god, just kill her already, Jesus. The master was like, fuck, I hate it when you do that, and then he murdered her. Yeah. So you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So season four. Uh, season four, the uh, reintroducing the, the Donna. Best season. Uh, reintroducing best Donna. Here come and, the drums. Here come the drums. Uh, and, and season three, love. Uh, I yeah. put down for her character, feisty and funny, and so sad. Oh, so sad. Um, um she's the best companion. To, it's my turn to sigh. I will. But, one but thing you I, only I, don't like her because of your uh, ex friend who was a bitch or whatever. Just, uh, you know, you have people remind you of other people. Mm, as an mm. old friend of mine, I'm like, yeah, that's you. <laughs> and, uh, no, I know. But um, one thing I do love about Donna and the Doctor, I'm not completely biased, uh, mm-hmm. is I love the chemistry that they have. It's it's so nice that it's not a romantic relationship. So nice. First one for this Doctor. So I think that the response to season three specifically basically made it so that the Doctor, for... The rest of Dev Tennant's era, they didn't have the Doctor have a romantic interest in any of their companions. And then I think Stephen Moffat just wants him to be asexual. I, yeah, 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 which I, I like the Doctor when he's not you know, Me too. romantically involved. Unless it's Clara and then I'll make an exception. No, no. no. <laughs> the only person, like one of the few obsessions I will make is River Song. Okay. River okay. Song and Jack. But not with... um not. River Song, but not with Matt Smith's doctor. Yeah. I see her more as Peter Capaldi's doctor's wife. Yeah. Like it works better. Like they have better chemistry down the line, but mm-hmm. we're not talking about them right now. Yes, we that's fair. Actually, that's fair. can't because we already did those episodes. <gasps> Fine, we'll do them again with you. No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Screw you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, River shows up in this season for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and first and last time, technically, sort of. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, that was the library. Right? Yeah. Mm. The Vashta Narada. Well done. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say. Okay, fine. The, the uh, Tenth Doctor and Donna have great chemistry. I love the fact that she looks at the Doctor like a squid. <laughs> and it's like, it's, I don't want to have sex like with you. That's weird and you're weird. It's almost like a, a brother-sister relationship where she's like, God, yeah. you're so stupid and thick. Yeah. <laughs> I I really appreciate that. Essentially, Donna is the apology for Martha and the way that the Doctor treated Martha. Mm. Um, and the Doctor and Donna have the best chemistry because they're just mates. Also, um, they're David, just like, hey, David, hey, uh, David Tennant fun. and, uh, and uh, Catherine Tate well went done. on to do... Um, uh, a stage adaptation of The Taming of the Shrew. Oh, nice. Ooh. And so they played love interest in that, but it was obviously Great. they had a lot of that banter, which is a lot of fun. So um, That's fun. Um, so, yeah, the Donner is my favourite companion uh, because um, for Modern Who because of the um, the chemistry that she has with the Tenth Doctor. I really appreciate that. And the fourth season is my favourite because of that. Do we want to talk about the fact that David Tennant loves Doctor Who so much? That he, he loves it so much. That he became the Doctor... But that wasn't enough for him. <laughs> he had to then go and marry the doctor's real life daughter, Georgia uh, Tennant, uh, who, who was previously Georgia Davidson. It's so interesting. Of Peter Davidson. That one. I got oh, the we, chart out. We still have the chart out. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, the best thing I've seen from her uh, is. The <laughs> 
Uh, apparently, she thought he was like super weird when she first met him, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is basically how my wife felt about me. So I can relate. <laughs> but um, so there's a great uh, video of her talking to her their son. They have like t- I think two or three kids. Five, five kids. Jesus. Jesus. Okay. This, this um, is what happens when you're rich and have all the time in your world? Well, do they have all the time? But um. <laughs> The, so the other thing, uh, so what I was going to say was um, she's asking like their, one of their toddlers like, who, okay, who's your favourite doctor? And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, he's Sorry, like um, 11. And she goes, oh, oh, daddy and grandpa will be so thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what's up. Oh, no. I thought that was so good. Kid knows what's up. All right. Um, and then... Uh, David Tennant got a bunch of specials with his best episode being the waters of Mars. Oh, that was a good episode. Mm. That's basically everything that uh, could go wrong with the doctor. Yeah. I think that uh, at some point retroactively, they made being an arrogant asshole part of his character. And I don't know if that was more so. Well, they did on purpose at some point. (laughs) I think that in the first season, so I think edgy characters were a thing at that point in time. So they mm. were trying to write the Doctor to they be still this, are, um, this dark horse type character. Yeah. And that's what I thought was really refreshing when he departed and Matt Smith came in. It was a breath a breath of fresh air in the sense that like it was this lighthearted take. So I like that there's, you know, they're all different people. Uh, can I just say that uh, the Doctor's first and last episode are his worst ones? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the last episode. So in the last, so the first episode, I he's mean, sleeping through it. most of it, but the se- last episode, he's like, "I'm dying, and everything sucks, and it's dying, and I'm dying, and uh, like basically, you can stop watching the show now because I'm dying, and I'm gone, and I'm the favorite Doctor, and I'm dying." If if I was the editor and I was going for that episode, I would have taken out all of his visits that he had with all of his companions except for Rose because that's the only one that actually matters. Mm. You got Rose. Although I did uh, love the score for that, um, that episode. Yeah, I, yeah, He shouldn't have visited the guy from the Titanic. That was weird. No, that was Jack. He was basically visiting Jack. By, th- by the way, confirmed that the uh, Titanic guy was gay, I guess. Cool. Or bi. No, whatever. So is Jack. Um, so he's queer, whatever. I, I want to know... Uh, essentially, uh, what would you have done to improve... The, the finale, the finale, and like his doctor in general, because uh, like we're podcasters, we can we're basically better than the writers. <laughs> um, I I just hate what they did with Rice, uh, what the God Emperor Time Lord guy. Um, oh, Rassilon. Rassilon. I hate what they did with Rassilon. Like he's meant to be basically the Time Lord's god. Which like think about that. Like you're not only are you a god to these people, but those people themselves are basically gods themselves. Mm. Yeah, they they are the they are the time lords. That's one thing that I've, I've, I've found that has, has always been lacking when they explore like time lord culture, is they always make out like the doctor's the only one that can do what he does, which is bullshit. He got like a D plus or whatever. He got fifty-one yeah, percent I mean, like, on like, his grades. He is a shit time lord. That is the point of the classic series. So the classic series made him just the worst time lord that got lucky. I've opened a can of worms. So yeah. you remember, you remember uh, in the fiftieth where they go to Gallifrey and there's all these time lords like fleeing for their lives. Mm. You're like, 
Do something. Like, like you have I, I can't time see machines. Any, I can't see any regeneration en- energy this happening. Is... Like when people get shot, nobody's regenerating into somebody else. R- right. I was uh, like, man. Okay. So the time war. Maybe everyone's on their last regeneration. <laughs> yeah, even Maybe the Daleks have like anti-regeneration <laughs> this, guns or this whatever. Is my, this is my last life. <laughs> So uh, maybe the Daleks have anti-regeneration guns, okay, which like if they did one. have them, they would use them on the Doctor. By the way, Time War is revolves around all of David Tennant's uh, series, and like it's still not great. How come it, there's Time Lord children, and like that co- goes back to like how do Time Lords reproduce? Which is a fa- and like it like one of the great things about the ho- Who fa- Doctor Who fandom is that you can have your own interpretation of how Doctor Who works. Mm. And because there's so much content out there, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah basically, and, and like, um, there's, yeah, uh, there's, there's so there's, much canon doesn't matter. Uh, there's uh, one interpretation where I think in a book, uh, like there's clans of Time Lords. And uh, so uh, clans of Time Lords, which are basically big families, and uh, when they want to have another Time Lord in their clan, they just put all their DNA together in a big thing and they weave a new person. Oh, that's cool. Um, and they're all just cousins, and they aren't daughters and fathers oh, and right. okay. sons and cousins. Uh, like Makes the Time Lords sound more powerful. They're just cousins, and they're big families, they're clans. So that explains why you have like people like the Master and the Doctor who seemingly had no parents. And, like, and also, can we can we just leave the family aspect of Doctor Who alone? Because like, he, do- he shouldn't have... Like well, he has a granddaughter. Uh, and and a, daughter. a daughter. But technically she was like a clone, right? Yeah, I, I just... It shouldn't... like Time Lord DNA shouldn't be able to be cloned by human technology. Do you reckon Russell T. Davies no, was not, like... Not hey, her. I'm talking about Susan. I'm talking about... Um, I'm, yeah, I, well, when you said daughter, though. Okay. You said granddaughter, then daughter. So do you reckon Russell T. Davies, when he when he wrote that, he was like uh, the, the cloning one. I mean, he was like, okay... We're gonna do this thing. It's gonna be fun. That's how we write most of his episodes. And we're gonna clone the Doctor, and he's gonna basically have a daughter, and we're gonna get the uh, the daughter of an old Doctor to play the Doctor's daughter. It feels and like a fan fiction. David so Tennant's like, I've been trying to like meet this girl for ages. Definitely bring her here so I can marry her at once. <laughs> and, he and he did. Sounds like now the kind of living, fan fiction that they're living happily would have happened. After. Um, I think it's cool. Like, like, good on David Tennant. He achieves his dreams. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> and more. <laughs> um, so I just imagine like all these awkward um, like Christmas encounters with um, with, with uh, Peter Davidson, where he's like, um, he's like gives him his David Tennant his Christmas present. He's like, thanks, Dad. He's like, please stop calling me Dad. <laughs> <laughs> just call me Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Oh my Dad. God, the uh, the best joke about him being arrogant is when he thought that Rose's mother called their other daughter doctor, <laughs> the other son doctor and it's like, no you dumb asshole. Don't be a prick. Yeah. Her mum was so annoying. Mm-hmm. She was worse than the Absorber love. Uh, she she got better in season two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's not well written characters. No. Like like the in, like Rose's entire supporting cast aren't well written. So, um, mm. can we talk about yeah, David right. Tennant's regeneration into, well, uh, 10 to 11? Okay. Um, 
I, like was that like that was um he destroyed the bloody almost destroyed the TARDIS yeah um, he keeps in exploding in it because they want to redesign the set I'm like you can just redesign the set you don't have to explode g- inside of it it was a great setup for the next one where he crash lands with Amelia Pond which is kind of the redo of how Ten entered yeah I guess yeah but also is a better version of that because he's Awake. Actually doing things. Yeah. Yeah. The eleventh uh the eleventh hour is the best regeneration episode. Yeah, period. I'll pay that. I'll pay that. Mm. Um at least or, modern Doctor Who. I haven't seen all the classic yet. Or actually, I will say, uh closely followed by Deep Breath, which was Peter Capaldi's first episode. Mm. Mm. I, it, it's out for pe- for people to choose their own. Yes. Yeah. I don't We're have not telling much, you what you I'm should not, like. I don't I'm have a strong opinion like. on um, most. Uh, so um, I, what I quite liked about David Tennant's regeneration, though, was that it was an emotional event. And I know that, uh, Dan, your beef with it is that it's... It feels it's, like he's dying death, yeah. and it should feel like a change, not death. Yeah. When when he does choose to sacrifice himself for when, uh, that character... Oh, yeah. When, he... He shouldn't have like <laughs> so good. whined if if oh, that if that was t- if that piece of dialogue was taken yeah, out. Yeah, that that, bit that, that that was the one. And, thing. He, and he just went silently in there and pressed the button. Yes, like that would have worked a lot better for the character to be a self-sacrificing it, person. It, it did frustrate me that he was like, "Damn it, I have to do this now." God damn it! Yeah, and, and it felt like really petulant. Yeah, yeah, and that doesn't help with people's perception of him being the whiny doctor. Oh right. yeah, okay. Um, if you were to label uh, all of the doctors, what would you give them? Uh, you can use your chart if you want. Yeah, let's I ha- use oh, the chart. Yes, let's use the chart. Oh, we don't have twelve. Uh, he, no, he didn't come with me this week. <laughs> you can uh, you can name the twelfth if you like. Um, okay. ooh, uh, old bowl cut. James Bond, scarf, <laughs> cricket, coat of many colors, umbrella. Uh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say uh, excellent um, costume for um, Night of the Doctor. Um, and then we've got um, look at the ears, um, the hair, and of course, the chin. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for... Oh, and, uh, and uh, then attack eyebrows. Uh, I think. <laughs> let's see. We got. Uh, we got old. Uh, we got old gay camp. Uh, I mean, scar- your it, dad. Who's dad? Uh, cricket. Yours. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's uh, you're not wrong, actually. Oh my word. Uh, cricket, clown, uh, disaster, uh, human, angry. Uh, your boyfriend. Still yours. Um, I'm lost at this point. So five, possibly. Um, uh, and we we forgot Angry Granddad. Oh, and Angry Granddad as uh, for the War Doctor. Oh yeah, Angry Granddad and um, your angry <laughs> uncle that comes every I, Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I, I I do wonder how many people do actually count the War Doctor. Oh, in the official numbering system, he's known as the War Doctor because they can't be fucked because it's <laughs> just too confusing and like uh like i know i know at the some point during the classic series they said there were like only six regenerations and then they doubled it uh at some point and oh like they only 12 yeah they built and 12 the, into the canon and then they're like we'll never hit that that'll be fine and then, and then now <laughs> we'll uh, cancel and it then, before then 
we'll be dead by then. <laughs> uh, and then ever since then, they've be just been like, oh, we don't know. Um, I like. I assumed when like the Eleventh Doctor got a new regeneration set, it was just another twelve, and then you know, in fifty years, someone else is someone else's problem. Yeah, I mean, uh, so um, the way they're burning through them, though. Now there's a top doctor. Uh, the Twelfth Doctor is now the Thomas Child. It in, sounds in like we're infinite. about to get a... I know, she's the 13th Doctor. She's 13th Doctor. So now we're about to get the 14th Doctor. Yes. Apparently. But uh, let's end on a, a positive note. Mm-hmm. Um, what's our favourite episode? Oh, Blink. Yep. I like Blink. Um, the Uzobloff is... The Uzobloff <laughs> <Yeah>. is, uh, <laughs> is up there. It's, it's, uh, it's got Danny from it's Hustled, uh, so I, I can't really pass it by. It's, it's uh, I can. Um, so we got... I, I do like Blink, but I um, I really like School Reunion. Okay. I really dig it. Oh, where everyone comes together. Yeah, everyone comes together. Everything's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. fun. And it made me... And it reminds me of the Sarah Jane Adventures, which spun off from it. Mm. And I just like the Sarah Jane Adventures. So that's my favorite episode. Like my favorite the, episode um, is the Sarah Jane Adventures. I quite like the second uh, episode for David Tennant where he goes. They go to the cat hospital <laughs> with a moisturize me, moisturize me. Oh, oh. that important! And you know what? Oh. I like it because it was it like because that was our first full length doc- Doctor episode in terms of him featuring have in you, the episode. Have you noticed that all of most um, alien planets is Earth? but different. <laughs> That's an annoying trope in science fiction that does bother me. They're like, hey, it's an alien planet, but they have all the things that we have. It, it's just made, it's just a lot easier if they write it that way. Yeah, so they don't like, have to build as so many you, sets. Yeah, and the budget just would be just ridiculous like mm. to try and achieve. Uh, can and you also imagine, you have to explain a whole new culture. Have you guys seen uh, or played the game, the Halo games at all? No. Okay. No. So there's alien species in the Halo games and they have really cool alien technology. They look like aliens. If you were to try and implement that into something like Doctor Who, mm-hmm. it would just, it would be too much the budget to handle they just wouldn't be able they to should have a bigger budget by now that look at them no. <laughs> yeah yeah you forget it's a bbc production yes I did say but that, like i did BBC. say that we're going to finish on a happy note okay fine okay okay um, um what's tenant. your favorite uh what's your favorite uh david tennant moment in uh in the series uh when he regenerated i love when he regenerated <laughs> and became matt smith that was fun uh, that is also one of I like every movies. single scene he has with Donna. I really yes, like season okay. four. I, I love the the banter moments between him and Donna, like the the charades bit. Yeah, I really mm. love when when he was poisoned and nearly died. That was fun. But I like um I like that scene because I like <laughs> it's like um he's like I uh, he's doing he's doing Dan's like charades and his shit. Hand. Uh, he, no, he's doing he's doing charades and shit, and it's really fun. It's their banter back and forth, and he's like, she's like milkshake, milkshake. Uh, uh Harvey Warbanger, Harvey Warbanger. How is Harvey Warbanger one word? <laughs> and he's like, I need something salty, and she brings salt, and that's too salty, and it's all that shit. I like their banter together. Also, uh, the uh, silence in the library. That was that a good was a pretty good episode. That was fun. Well, that's about all we have time for today on This Is Not A WhoCast. Thank you very much for joining us. I have been Bo Baker. I am Daniel. And I am Brendan Smith. Uh, Next week, we'll be discussing monsters on This Is Not A WhoCast. Ooh, spooky. Spooky.